0: discover the inherent power of God in you. You are made a member of the body of Christ. We are bona fide members. You cannot fail. It is impossible. You cannot be poor. It is impossible. Uh, It is not possible and it cannot happen. You can try very hard. It won't work. Do you know why? Because you are in Christ. And because you are a member of his body. You reign and rule with him. Hallelujah. If you know that you are seated in the heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers, then you will know who you are. You will know what your name is. Your name is Christ because the head is Christ. But when you make ear every morning, you make ear every day, every moment of your life to listen to him. Oh, your life will be an unending flow of the miracles. Listen to Pastor O. T. Buaten as Christ is magnified in you oh hallelujah I'm glad to be in church today and I can't wait to hear what God has to say hallelujah but before the word comes there's a wonderful testimony in the house It's very it's a unique testimony. When I when I heard it you people are loud. We have to stand. when when I heard it today, your 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 woe is louder than what's is happening on the left. When I heard it today I was so excited. And it really it, it moved me into another another realm in, in, in the spirit. Hallelujah. And I trust God that when you hear it it's gonna boost your faith as well. We're going to boost your desire in God as well. Hallelujah! I want us to invite our sister Marilyn to come and. Talk.
1: Hallelujah! 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 Um, um. It happened on Sunday evening. After around nine, we went, we, after the leaders' meeting, I went to a friend's place at Royal Gate before going to my room around nine. And um, there's something, Elder Kobe once told me something about a guy at Queen's who was doing a church service and they had, he had this um, gold that manifest into reality. It manifested into physical. And then I uh, was like, This, I'm going to experience this one day. So every time I pray, not every time, but sometimes, I just think about it and I pray. And on Sunday, the powerful service we had on Sunday, it came into mind, but that wasn't my main focus of prayer, so I just kind of ignored it and everything. So when we went, um, when I got to the room, I was lying on the carpet, I was a the floor. I was lying on the carpet and I felt an itch on my skin. And then when I turned to look, I saw something glittering. I was like, ah, no, and I checked the carpet, to see if there's something, I didn't see anything. I called my woman to see if there's anything, and she didn't see anything on her. And then Flo was like, ah, what am I doubting? Is what I'm seeing? I was like, no. And I checked, I checked. My hands, oh, I took on my clothes, flow Flo checked. There was gold dust all over my body. <laughs> and Elder oh, Kobe. Like this one, she had to tap into it, and she held me. And within like a matter of a matter of one minute, she was also covered in the gold dust. And then we went up to Dickness Salome's room. I think no one touched her. We were just talking, we weren't even really praying. We we're just talking. By the time we realized it came on her forehead, it started coming on the hand. So I called Elder Kobe. And he... <laughs> Dickness Salome. Dickness, Salome.
2: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It was really amazing. It was like so glorious because God is perfect. The the glitters were, there was nothing, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was like integrated with her skin. You can't isolate it. Initially we were just like taken aback and then We're like, wow, this is amazing. So I said, I have to tap into this. And all of a sudden, it also started spreading. And it never left. Even up to yesterday, even up to today, she still had it on here. When we're going to write our papers, everything. After bathing and everything, it was still on us. And what made me really, really believe is that we're among other people. But it didn't happen to them. So I was like, no. This is like really specific. This is really authentic. And (laughs) yeah, thank God so much for this manifestation. (laughs) I I was shocked. I was gasping. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I checked it and it was really fine dust of gold. I was so shocked. I thought it was glitters, but I looked and looked at it was really fine gold, like part of her skin. So it was it was it was amazing. It was a nice experience. We pray it continuous. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, God bless you. Let's give a
0: round of applause as we go and sit down. I don't know if you heard what they said. I think the microphone is too hey. I can't hear. I can't hear very well. It's too hey. hey, It's too hey. I don't know if you heard what they said. Did you hear what they said? You are sure you heard what they said? They saw gold dust on their skin. The unfortunate thing is that they could not isolate it. That's the unfortunate thing. It couldn't be isolated on their skin. You see, the life that we are living, this is a vision we've seen in this church before. We've seen in this church there was a day we were we're praising like we are praising now. And we saw in a vision, not for everybody to see. I saw, and some other people also confirmed, that there was gold dust falling from the roof. Gold dust. Hey, It's amazing. Gold dust falling on the roof, from the roof, to all of us down under the roof. Hallelujah. And it has started showing in the life of one person. Very soon, we'll be doing you, Aga. Oh, yeah, right. we hope it, oh, there are testimonies like that people went to church and went back with gold they went back with gold and they prospered from that day on as their prosperity started or oh, you don't know yeah and that is just a great sign of prosperity in this house it's a great sign of prosperity So lift up your hands and receive yours in Jesus name I receive mine in Jesus name, hallelujah oh I'm glad I'm part of this church seriously oh seriously alright Miracle money be what? Serious. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. If you, if you are in need of a miracle, I want you to know that it's just by you. Just don't let me talk too much. Don't let me even call you. Just l- stretch your hands and take it for yourself. It's yours. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to share a few things with you in the Bible. Are you ready to hear some things in the Bible? Alright, then. I want you to open to 1 John chapter 3. 1 John chapter 3 from verse 1. Hallelujah. We are still talking about the benefits of ministry materials. And I remember we started off by talking about the various, we are talking about growth. And how that growth is stimulated by ministry materials. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, your mind is such that your mind is influenced. You are a spirit being, okay? You have a soul and you live in a body. We are all spirit beings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, say I'm a spirit being. I'm a spirit being. We are all spirit beings. We have a soul and we live in a body. Okay? Now, your soul, let me talk about your soul for a few minutes. Your your soul has that is the 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 class captain of your soul is your mind. The senior captain of your soul is your mind. Your soul has your intellect, your soul has your will seated in it. Do you understand? If if your will is found in your soul, it's found primarily in your soul. Hallelujah. You see, so whatever you give your soul and your soul, you see, if if we keep a baby in in a dark place. Let's say as soon as he was born, he was taken into a dark room. Okay? And we left him there in that dark room and fed him in a certain way. Probably connected a tube and put this in his mouth and started feeding him in that dark place. That baby will grow up deaf. He will grow up blind. He will grow up lame, unable to walk. He will grow up deaf, dumb, blind, lame. You understand? In other words, he can't talk. He can't hear. He can't see. He can't walk. Do you know why? Because his soul has not been taught, or his mind has not been taught how to do all that. Children learn how to walk from us. Do you know? When they see us walking, then they are also stimulated to walk. When they see us talking, we teach them how to talk. We teach children what to say. A friend of mine had just had a baby uh, about six months ago. And the first word the child learned was doomsaw. Seriously, I'm not joking. If you like, I can show it on Facebook. He said, wow. The first word my boy learned is dumso. You know, because we have been saying dumso you know, like So he, she also picked it up. So the first word that came out of her mouth was dumso. She learned that dumso because of what is happening in the, in, the, in the system. Hallelujah. So they learned how to, you sitting here like this, you have learned how to talk You have learned how to walk. you have learned how to function by looking at others you see you are in school some of you are in school you are in school because you are learning to be you are being imparted knowledge you see all they are doing is affecting your soul that's what they are doing they're affecting your soul hallelujah oh hallelujah Hallelujah. if you are if you are yet to go to university there's a knowledge that this other person who is in the university or who is in a polytechnic has that you don't have that's the only difference between the two of you the difference is knowledge and knowledge comes through, through the five senses of the body. Through the sense of sight. Hallelujah. Through the sense of touch. Through the sense of speech. Through the sense of smell. Through the sense of what hearing. All these are the various senses in your body. And these senses are the, are the things, they are the teachers of your brain. They teach your brain how your brain should function. Hallelujah. That is why children who grew up in Africa and children who grew up in Europe are not the same. If you like, have, give birth to twins. Keep, keep one here and keep one in UK. After 20 years, bring the two of them together. You'll see that they are different. I won't be saying, any, any. The other will be saying, doom or something like that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you understanding me? They will grow up differently. Why? Because they, their senses have taught their brain differently because of what is around them. Are you getting me? Doesn't make sense at all. So you see, your, your brain what you become is based on what you hear what you see what you what what you hear others saying and how you see others acting that is how you will act hallelujah for instance there are some ladies who constantly want to wear big earrings you know the one that you can even put your hand inside i'm I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it if you wear big earrings there's nothing other is wearing big earrings (laughs) there's nothing wrong but you learned it from some place I mean, you didn't sit down and then say, I want to wear big earring. I mean, you, you saw someone wearing, like, oh, I have a pal, I and mean, then the long hair, no, a copper. I mean, you saw, short hair, I and mean, then the short hair, no copper. So you saw what was happening in the life of someone, and then you decided to do the same thing in terms of fashion. Am, am I making sense? Am I making sense? If you grew up in, 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 in a Muslim dominated area, the probability of you acting like a Muslim is very high. So when you come to Ashanti region, we have Ashanti Kremo. People who are not Muslims, but then they are, they, we have Kofi Ahmed. Uh, Kofi Ahmed. Abu Abu, Abu uh, Kwame. Uh, it's, it's a mixture, hallelujah. You know, they, they become what they become because of what they see in their environment. Are you getting it? In the same way, the life of God that you now have must also be informed by what you hear, what you see, and what you listen to. And what you, where you are, what you attach yourself to, your senses must not. You see, your your soul is not saved. There's something called soulical salvation. There are different kinds of salvation. There's eternal salvation, which is for your spirit. There's solical salvation, which is for your your soul. There's body salvation, which is for your body. There's salvation from enemies. Or salvation from the world. Hallelujah. There are seven different kinds of salvation. Do you see? So. Your spirit is saved. When it comes to you, born again believer, your spirit is what? Is saved. Once and for all. Hallelujah. Your spirit is saved. You see, but as to whether you are going to be able to walk and live the life and produce results and be the the believer that God wants you to be. God is not looking for born again people. God is not looking for you to be born again only. That is just the beginning. God expects you to grow up. God is looking for someone called the Heos. Or the euthesia. That is what God is looking for. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. God is looking for something called the pater, Fathers. What is what he's looking for? He's not, he's not looking for babies. He's not looking for freshly newborn babies. How did we call them last week Sunday? Bray force. He's not looking for brave forces in the system. Hallelujah. God is not looking for brave force in the system. Are you getting me? He's not looking for that. He's not looking for freshly born babes who, who are full of what? Complaints. Who are full of inconsistencies. Who are full of all kinds of things. God is, that is not what God is looking for. God is looking for someone called what? The heels And the Pate. Hallelujah. So I remember we mentioned the force We mentioned the Pideon. Then we mentioned the, the Technon. So we are on the Technon. Hallelujah. Okay? The Technon. And how that the Technon or the Technion are those who are on the brink of finding out who they are. They are now locating what they are in Christ. And their major challenge is the challenge of sin. Do you remember? Their major challenge is the challenge of what? Sin and righteousness. The difference between whether they are sinners. Some of them still think that they are sinners. Sometimes they believe that they are righteous. They are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus for some time. After some time, they begin to think that they are sinners because of what has been happening to them in their day-to-day life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I want to show you, you see, there's a certain knowledge that when you get, you, it, will, it will confirm that you are really the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, irrespective of what happens to you or what doesn't happen to you. Hallelujah. And there's something that is said about the Technon in 1 John three, verse 1. And that's what I want to show you. It says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Look at the next verse. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. Now are we the sons of God. That word sons there is the same word technion or technon. Same word. The same word he used in 1 John chapter 3 verse 1. you remember 1 John chapter 3 verse 1? 1 John chapter 2 verse 1 where it says that these things write write I unto you. My what? My little children. So that you sin not. And if any man sins, we have an advocate with the Father. Christ Jesus the righteous. We have an advocate with the Father. Hallelujah. Now in 1 chapter 3 verse 1, it says that Behold, what manner of love the Father has what lavished, bestowed upon us, that we, you and I should be called, oh man, we should be called the sons, the techno. You see the techno there means someone who is born of God. Someone who God sat down and how do you say chim in English? Chim, chim. Or chimie. He pushed. God pushed. You understand? God went to the labor world and pushed for you to come into being. God himself gave birth to you. God didn't go to borrow you from some place. There are some people who have that concept in their minds and in their, in their work with God. They think that they are you get it? Do you know They are They were castaways. Do you see? And God has found them as castaways. But that is not what the Bible says. Listen, you, if you are born again, you are a new man. The Bible says that the old is passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And it is something that you need to know. That is why Paul said that, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with Christ. Have you read that scripture before? Romans six, 6. Let's check it out. Romans 6, six. Oh, hallelujah. Can I preach to you somebody? It says, knowing this, knowing this, you see, in other words, it must come to the realm of the knowledge of the Technion. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified, what, with Christ? Meaning that when Jesus was hanging on the cross, you, you were hanging there. Your, not you. Your old man was hanging there, and he says you must know it. Someone read the scripture and said, "I found Paul's daddy." Someone said, "I found Paul's daddy by reading this scripture." He said, "Revi, Charlie Revi, I know who Paul's father was." Then everybody was like, "Hey, show us what who, who's Paul's father." Who paused? Then he said, Do you know, do you see the guy who was hanging on the right side of Jesus on the cross? That guy was Paul's daddy. Because Paul said that I was crucified with Christ. My old man, my old man. Behold, my old man. You know how you call your, your father my, my old man? My old man was crucified with Christ. That was what the guy said. Revive, revi as Aspire. Hallelujah. He was not talking about your old man. Hallelujah. He's not talking about your dad. He's talking about you. Your old man, your old self has been crucified with him. Hallelujah. That the body of sin might be destroyed. That henceforth we should not serve sin. Meaning that if you are born again, your old man was crucified with Christ. Then I remember saying that you see, age is just a number. All of us were created the day Adam was created. All of us. That is what the Bible says. I'm not the one saying it. It's the, it's the Bible that says it. The Bible says that God created man. All of us are made. You were made 25 years ago or 30 years ago, or 12 years ago, or 15 years ago, if you are 12, 15, 20, or 25. Do you get it? That was when you were made. But as to when you were created, you were created when Adam was created. That is why Adam's sin affects you. Because on the day Adam was created, you were also created. But he was the first to be formed. And all of us were in him. Are you getting it? Does it make sense? Does not make sense at all? That is why, when Jesus hung on the cross, we were all also in him. Because of the nature of Jesus. I want you to listen to the message, a message called the two men and the two acts. You understand it some more. There's a message there called the two men and the two. for you to understand the message I'm saying right, saying right now, very well. You must listen to that message to help you seriously. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So uh, your old man was crucified with him. Now you didn't do anything to, to merit. <laughs> that is why in 1 John 3.1, 1, he says that behold, in other words, have a look. Uh, when, when someone says behold, it means that See, acknowledge it. See and acknowledge. What manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. That you and I should be called the technon, the sons. Those who are actually born of him. It's the same word that, that is used in John chapter 1 verse 12. When he said that, as many as receive him, he gave them the power or the authority, the right to be called or to become the sons of God. It's the same word, technon. Are you getting it? He says, children who are not born of blood, nor born of a man's will, nor born of what? Of flesh. But children who are born of God. It means that if you are born again, and you are growing, you have to know that you are, what? you are actually an offspring of God. Are you getting it? And whatever God can do, you can do. Whatever God can say, you can also say. And it didn't come because of your own good works. It doesn't come because of your own good works. You see, you have to know, the techno are those who have to know and who have to come to acknowledge the fact that God loves them. Listen, probably nobody has said it to you. Probably you think that God is holding a machine gun, waiting for you to do something stupid, and then he'll give you a machine gun, a Chuck shot. Hallelujah. God is not waiting to give you a chaknurri shot. Hallelujah. You know, chaknurri shot can kill your, your body, kill your soul, and kill your spirit. <laughs> How many of you know Chuck Norris? Ah, okay. I saw a movie yesterday or two days ago. Was it two days ago or something? And they were, very old movie. And they were making reference to him again in such, in such light. They have been laughing at Chuck Norris, Chuck Norris in Hollywood. Maybe some other time I'll, I'll tell you the that they have been, some of the things they have been saying about him. But you see, God is not waiting to kill you. The Technion must know that God is not waiting to kill them. The Technion must know that God is not looking for their sin. God is not in the sniffing of sin in the camp business. I, I smell sin in the camp. God is not looking for that. God is not looking for that from you. Are you getting it? It's the knowledge you must come to. You must come to know it. You must come to know that God loves you. And God cares about you. Hallelujah. I said God cares about you. Say God cares about me. The Bible says that He cares about you more affectionately than you do. It doesn't matter what you do or don't do. Do you know why? Because before you even became born again, look at the foolish things that you are doing. That one crying, didn't kill you. You became born again. Now that you are born again, you are thinking that they will kill you. Why? Let me show you a scripture in Ephesians to show you what I am talking about. I just, you see, the technon must come to understand. They must understand the love of God. They must. They must. They must. They must, they must understand that God loves them. Irrespective of what they do or don't do. Hallelujah. Am I preaching to you? No. The way you are quiet is like you are making me feel bad for saying all the things I'm saying. Let's, see, let's, read Ephesians, let's read from verse 1. Ephesians 2 from verse 1. Now are we the sons of God. Now are we the, the technon the of God. Now, not tomorrow. Not when you feel like it. You see, you as a knowing, you must know. I'm not talking about the scripture. You must know. That you are you are, tech, you are a bona fide member of the body of Christ. You are a bona fide child of God, and that is not subject to what you do right or not. Am I saying that go and do wrong? That is not what I'm saying. It's a growth process. You understand? If if a child falls, if a child is walking and he falls, do you say this child will never? You are doing a child that you come and let me do it, tata This is the enkushia. Please go down and let me pick you up. Go down. Stand Sit down. down. Sit down on the floor. <laughs> Some people like demonstration. Hallelujah. So, this is my, my boy who is uh, nine months old, and I want him to walk. Okay? So, Tata and I, I raise him I put him, on the, I put him on his feet. And then, he, he, as he's standing, he's even falling. You see? He's falling. <laughs> he's falling. But then he manages to stand. Okay? Then I say, This is Enkosia. Tata Bejinko, yeah? Then he falls down again. He takes two steps and then fall. fall. Come. <laughs> you are not falling well. If your child falls. If your child falls. <laughs> your child falls you, you say that this boy is an animal. Hey, I've given birth to an animal. This guy is never going to walk. Is that what you say? Is that what you say? In the same way, God will not say that. If you rise up and you fall. It doesn't affect your righteousness. Your righteousness is still intact because you didn't do anything to get the righteousness. Are you getting it? You must understand that he loves you enough. That is why he imparted your spirit with the righteousness. And he is not going to take that righteousness away because of something you did or didn't do. Are you getting it? Doesn't make sense at all. You must understand the love of God. Look at this one. He says that, and you has he quickened who were dead. And you, he's talking about you. He says, you has he made alive. Meaning that right now you are are alive. He says, You have been made, the word quickened is made alive. You have been made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. You were dead in trespasses and what? Sins. Before you became born again, you were dead in trespasses and sins. What sin is he talking about? He's talking about the sin which leads to what? Leads to, to death. Like I said on Sunday. The sin that leads to death. He's not talking about the sin that does not lead to death. He's talking about the sin that leads to death. He says that you were dead in trespasses. And since. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Wherein in times past you walked according to the course of this world. So before you became born again, you are walking according to what, the course of this world. However the world says we should flow, you flow. Whatever the world says we should do, you do. You live your life based on what the world says. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. The brief force is not so far away from this one. You remember I mentioned the Pideon. How that the Pideon is struggling against what? The Antichrist. Antichrist in the world. All the things that are against Christ in the world. The music that we're listening to, they are, they are still struggling with it to stop. Whether to stop or. Sometimes, I remember uh, some years ago, about four years ago, I was pastoring a church and one of the guys there came to tell me that, Pastor, is it wrong to listen to R. Kelly? I like R. Kelly a lot. When he says, when he says if I could turn. Which one? That's the only song I remember. Which one again? Oh, what are you telling me? You don't know R. Kelly. The storm is over. Oh. Storm is over, guys. spiritual. Uh, uh, which, one? Slow which one? Slow wine for me. Eh? Eh? I mean, he, he was asking whether whether it's okay. It's like, Kelly is very powerful along those lines. And he likes it, you know. It's like, so when he was talking, I knew where he was. You see, if you're a father in the Lord and someone approaches produce you that way, Hey! What's your alkali? What's your alkali? You don't say that. If you say that, then you too, you are a babe. <laughs> You're also here to grow. You are a preacher in diapers. You should know that the church is for what? It's for perfecting the saints, not for criticizing and bruising and destroying the, the saints. That is not the purpose of the church. Hallelujah. I am to allow you to understand God's love for you. Do you understand? He says, You were walking. When in time past, you, you walked according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air. In other words, the things in, in, that are saturated the air is what, is what shakes you and moves you. You are following politics. Some people allow politics. There are some people who are not moved by slow wine for me. They are not moved by, uh, They are not moved by those things, but they are moved by radio. What happens on radio? Christians, believers. When they wake up in the morning, the first thing they put on radio. And they listen to the radio and all the insults and all the things that go on from morning to evening. They know all the political things, but they don't have no idea concerning who they have become. In Christ Jesus. They are not focusing on who they are. Therefore, they are facing the world not from the point of view of God, but they are facing the world from the point of view of the world. They are being influenced by the prince of the power of the air. You never thought about it. Hallelujah. There are people who, who they desire to be like are not people who are born again. They desire to be some other people. Are you getting it? They like some people. I wanted to mention some. He says, wherein in time past ye work according to the course of this world, according to the principle of power of the air. The spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. So you see all the people, you, sometimes you go and say that, I want you to become born again, someone will insult you. Someone will insult you and say that, what do you mean, what do you mean by should become born again? Or you will invite someone to church. Ah, the way they will let you struggle before they come. Or the way they will even insult you and not come. Do you get it? And make you look like you're a foolish person. You are colloquial. They'll say all kinds of things. Do you know what is working in them? Do you know what is working in them? I just showed you. The praise of the power of the air is influencing them. They are moving according to the course of this world. Some are born again, but they are still moving according to the course of this world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at the next verse. I, I, I'm trying to show you the thoughts of what will move you from being a technon upwards. Do you understand? Yeah. Among whom also we had our conversation in times past, in the last of our flesh. Are you seen it? In the last of our flesh. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. Whatever you feel like, if you feel like watching porn, you, want. If you watch. If you feel like masturbating, you, you do. If you feel like lying, you lie. If you feel like watching a movie, you, you watch. You are influenced consistently and constantly by what? By what happens in your body. Before, I'm talking about before you became born again. Okay? I'm talking about before you became born again. If you became born again and it's still happening, the level is there is a level for you. You have to move on. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Alright, let's go on. But God, who is rich in mercy, for His great love, wherewith He loved us. For His great was great love. Listen. <laughs> it took God's love to get you saved. It took God's love to get you saved. It is His love that got you saved. He says, even when you were dead in trespasses, He came to save you. When you were dead and gone, He came. How if you were the only one on earth, Jesus would still have come to die for you. Do you believe it? You must believe in the love of God for yourself. You must. If you don't believe in the love of God, you'll never be able to grow from being a technon. You'll never be able to grow from... Away from sin and acknowledge His righteousness. who He has made you. It says, But God, uh, uh, out of all these things, it says, But God, who is rich in mercy, for His great love, wherewith He loved us, whilst we were sinners. So while you were called a sinner, He loved. The Bible says, For God so loved the world. The world full of sin, full of sinners. Not the world full of perfect men. He says himself, he's himself servant. He said, He says that, I have not come to condemn the world, but that the world through me might be saved. John three seventeen. 17. After saying that, for God so loved the world, that is why he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He said that, for God did not send his son to come and condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So even as an unbeliever, the, you see, the eye of God, or how God sees those who are walking on the streets who are not born again, How God sees them is that He sees them in the eye of love. As soon as they die, then His eye, His seeing changes. Then He sees them with the wrath. With His wrath. Are you getting it? Are you getting it? So all the the Muslims that are walking around, God loves them. He wants them to come in. Now, how much more you who have come in? Now that you have come in, before you were were in, He loved you. Now that you have come in, what is your problem? Why do you still think that He hates you? Why do you still think that he's, He's at war with you? Why do you still think that He's, he's waiting for you to do something wrong to smite you and cut off your head. Why are you still thinking that way? When you think about God, you think about God as a killer. It's like God is a white guy with a long beard, with a big machete, waiting, who is sinning? Then he's hitting a son with it like that, you know. Who is the next person who is going to sin? That is not what God is doing. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. When you read Jeremiah 31, verse 1 and 2. He says that I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you to my loving kindness. Jeremiah 31 from verse 1 into verse 2. I have loved you. At the same time, said the Lord, will I be the God of the land of all the families of Israel and they shall be my people. Next verse. That said the Lord, the people which were left of the the sword found grace in in the wilderness, even Israel, when I went to cause him to rest. Next verse. The Lord has appeared of old unto me saying, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. The love he has for you is everlasting. It's not conditional. It's not condition, it's not conditioned to whether you do something right or do something wrong. And the technon must get to know. Are you getting me? You must get to know. He says that I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. It is by his loving kindness that he drew you into himself. So now that you are walking and now that you are born again, know that he loves you. And know that he is not against you. Know that he is not ready and willing to kill you. He has made all the provisions available for you to be able to walk and live the life. And he calls you his righteousness. The Bible says that he made Jesus. Jesus became sin who knew no sin. So that we, you and I, might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You. Believe it or not. Even if you did something wrong yesterday, you are still the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. You must believe in his love for you. You must meditate on his love for you. He says, behold, what manner of love? It's not. It doesn't make sense. You know, the love doesn't make sense. He says, what manner of love the Father has bestowed so lavishly upon us that we should be called the technon, the offspring of God. You and I, look at how some way you can be sometimes. He says that still, you, you are his child. And he even boasts with you. That is why in Romans he says that what shall separate us from the love of God? Have you read that scripture before? What shall separate us from the love of God? And he mentions so many things. He says "Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors. Nothing shall separate us. Nothing. In other words there is nothing that you will do that will take you away from the love of God. Nothing. You see, and if the techno begins to understand that, then he becomes comfortable with God. Then he's able to live the life freely without any inhibitions. You see, if you are living with someone and you are afraid of the person, will you be able to do what the person says you should do? You'll find it difficult. You see, sinning is an act of uh, uh, disrespect and an act of dishonoring who has called you or who has made you what you are. Do you understand? Huh. But if you love God, and if you understand the love of God for you, the more you love him, the more you can't do wrong to him. Are you getting it? That is the cure of sin. The cure of sin is not concentrating, on will not sin, I will not sin. You see, if you are concentrating on, Oh yeah. The more you think about it, the more you do it. The Bible says, of the knowledge of the law, is the knowledge of sin. So if you are thinking that, hey, I will not sleep with this girl. I will not. I will not sleep with this girl. And then you open your eyes. As you are moving around, the girl will give you one star, you will sleep with the Seriously. The more you concentrate on, I will not do it, the more you end up doing it. That is just how it works. Hallelujah. That God must was sharing about one guy, he got born again. He got the guy born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. The guy was speaking to, Aliyah Matamala, hey, hey. You know, it is, it is 1980 tongues. It's different from 2000 tongues, you So know? So he was he, he really was like the guy is born again. The guy is full of the Holy Ghost. Oh man, I've done a great job. Then he, he went to his house. Whilst he was getting to his house, he remembered he had left his book in the guy's house. So he decided to go back for the book. This is 30 minutes difference. The guy he went back to the guy's room. When he not on the guy's Before he even entered, the people in the house, when he was coming, when they saw him, they started laughing. (laughs) The people in the house, the guy was sleeping with, when they saw that coming like that, they were like, oh, yeah, I'm not serious. And then he came. When he came, he knocked the door and he opened. He went to meet the guy sleeping with the girlfriend who had just walked in five minutes after. Hallelujah. Why is it like that? You see, you don't focus on. Not, it's called sin consciousness. Focusing on sin, not doing wrong, is called sin consciousness. And what you are conscious of is what you produce. If you are righteousness conscious and love of God conscious, you will end up producing love, you will end up producing righteousness, naturally. Without any hindrance. He says, beloved, now are we the sons of God. And it does not yet appear what we shall be. Now are we the technon. The technon. The technon of God. The technon must get to know. That's the cure for not sinning. They must get to know of the love of God for them. You must know that God loves you. It's something you must know. I, 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 when, I was, when I was meditating on it, I became emotional when I was meditating on it. I thought I would be speaking emotionally to you. I don't know why I'm even strong around when I'm talking about the love of God. Let me show you one last one. Go to First John chapter 4. We are still talking about the technon. It's a powerful. Alright. Look at verse 4. 1 John 4.4. 4. It's a popular scripture which we all know. He says that, ye are God, little children. That's where little children guess what it is. Technion. Ye are God, little children. And have overcome them. You have overcome what? Them. You have overcome all that is in the world. He was talking about the things that are in the world. Do you know? If you read from verse 1, you see that he was talking about the things that are that, that in the world. He says, that, he says that you, who is born again, and is now a technon struggling with sin. He says that you, he says, ye are of God. It's the same word he used in Rome uh, John chapter 1 verse 12. Do you remember? But as many as received him, again, gave them blah, blah, blah. Children who are born of God. That word of is originate. He says that you originate from God. Little children, my technion. And have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. In other words, there is nothing in the world that can overcome you as a child of God. You must get to know who you are. You must get to know that you are a love child of God. You. You are the object of God's love. You are, you are the eyeballs of God. You are God's eye. You are the apple. That is how he calls this. He you are the apple of his eye. If anybody tries to touch you, he has touched God's eye. And if he's trying to touch, if if I try to touch your eye, if I'm going to do harm to your eye, you see how you move? Nobody, the eye is the last thing to be destroyed in any accident. Because any accident that happens, you will not do this if you're a lady. Neither will you do this if you're a young man. You will do this. You want to cover your face. Is it not true? In any accident, hey, the ladies especially, hey, hey, hey. They don't do, hey, hey, hey. They, They forget about their breasts. The young men forget about their balls. Everybody thinks about the eye. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is why God said that you are the apple of his eye. In other words, he is constantly protecting you. He is not against you. He is for you. He is not against you. Know that he is not against you. Know that he is not against you. Acknowledge his love for you. Ye are of God, little children. Now, overcome them. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Go down. You will see more down. Look at verse 10. Hearing is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. So the love of God is not only expressed before you became born again. Now that you are born again and now that you are still writing to the Technion. Now that you are, you are born again and you have grown to that level, you have become a child of God who is now getting to know who you are on the brink of making decisions. You get it. Know that his love, is it? Hearing is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation of our sins. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. So know that it must, a technon must know. You must know who you are. You must know that you are righteous and nothing and nobody can change it. <laughs> the Bible says that he made you righteous. Who can prevent who can change change it otherwise? Haven't you read this in the Bible before? Romans. Let's let's probably let's read. Romans 8. Go to Romans chapter 8. Let's read from verse maybe 35. Okay, go back to 32. He that spared not his own son, but delivered, he's talking about God. He says God did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us what? Give us all things. I've preached on this before. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Go on. There's an argument Paul was drawing for the Technon. He says that who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that maketh righteous. It is God that made... The word justified means what? To make righteous or to declare righteous. He says it is God who declared you righteous. me. Come and let me preach with you. Come. Pastor Eugene. You are the devil. Hallelujah. Stand, stand behind her. <laughs> you see, so you are born again now. I'm God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, I'm God. And you see, when, what I did was I came, I fought with this guy, beat this guy. Let me beat you. Oh, <laughs> Fall down. I beat him, and then he fell down. Okay. And I gave, I got all the authority of God, all the authority that was with him. It came to me. Okay. When I was leaving, I gave all that authority to this young lady. This young lady believed in me and said that, I believe in you. I've give my, I given my I believe in what you have done concerning this guy. I believe in you. So, as she, as she believes in me, I give her all that I have gotten from this guy. And all that was not even with him, I give to this young lady here. And as I'm going, I tell her that I have made you righteous. I have declared you not guilty. All the things that he used to come and bother you with, He can't bother you with it anymore. You are now born again. You are righteous. I have declared you righteous. The act of declaring her righteous is called justification. Are you getting it? It's called justification. I've justified you. Just as if you've never done anything wrong. That's why the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. So, your your old man is dead. Have you heard? Your old man is dead. Now you're a new man. Okay? I've gone out to heaven and I've given everything to her. And I've left the Bible with her. Okay? Now this guy who doesn't have any power is coming into her life to come and bother her concerning what I have said to her. So bother her. Tell her that you. I'll kill you. You remember what you did the last time? All the things that you did the last time. The, her victory her victory is not in looking at him. Her victory is in looking at what I have given to her. Her victory is in understanding what I have I've given to her and all the power that I have given to her. If she understands this and knows that I have declared her not guilty and that I am not fighting with her anymore. And now she's my, she's my daughter. And I'll do anything to make sure she's kept safe. Her victory over this guy, I have defeated this guy for hell. But her victory, her experiential victory is dependent on what he, be, she believes. Are you getting me? So if she's gonna, if she's gonna rule and overcome this guy, and all the things that come with him is dependent on what she believes. And her belief in the fact that I have made her just like myself. I have given her my strength. When I overcame him, I, I overcame him with her. Are you getting it? Are you getting it? And it comes by her knowing that I love her and I will do anything for her. When she calls me, I will be on the case. And crush this guy. <laughs> Give him an uppercut and destroy him. Hallelujah. Are you understand? Does it make sense? God bless you all. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Her her understanding of what I have done for her is what will cause the victory to come into her life. But if the the devil comes and then she's thinking, yeah, because I even born again. You see, you are doubting what God has brought into your life. Even before you became born again, he loved you how much more now that you are born again. He is the propitiation for your sins. In other words, he is the one who was given as a sacrifice for your sins. He died. Do you understand? Jesus died. This, who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Who? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's It is God that justifies. When God says you are not condemned, who can condemn you? No one. It is God that justifies. The Bible says that he might be righteous and the righteousness of him, that word That believes. Oh, Hallelujah. So the Technon must acknowledge that he is born again. He must acknowledge that the love of God is shed abroad in his heart by the Holy Ghost. He must acknowledge that God is not in to kill him. But God is in to save him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is where the Technon's victory over those feelings are. Now, if he falls, like I was showing you, if he falls, the Technon is not supposed to say, I'm not born again. I ought to be born again, and again. Lord, I give my life to you. So they do—they do, they do something called rededication. It's not in the Bible. Have you seen red? And they shall rededicate their lives to God. Have you seen anything like that in the Bible? There's nothing like that in the Bible. So anytime time the Teknon hears, this is the key feature of the Teknon. Any time the Teknon hears a message on salvation, probably a preacher came into town and then preached, wild hell and heaven message. You are going to hell. All those two of you are wearing miniskirts." Those who fornicated last night. All of you are going to hell. Give your life to Christ. And you'll be running away. coming Running to the pulpit. Give your life and you come. Lord, I give my life to you. Meanwhile, you did that about a month ago. Or you did that about two years ago. But because you have not grown, you do rededication. How many of you have done rededication before? Some have rededicated 10 times. Others have rededicated 20 times. Others have rededicated 50 times. Some of us, I mean, I did it for a very long time before I found out. I'm a victim of that as well. I've, I've rededicated my life. I, this song, I surrender. When they, oh man, when they sing that song, then I move. I'm like, man, I surrender all to you, Lord. I give it to you, Lord. I want to be born again, and again. Hallelujah. Your victory is rooted in your in the love of God, in acknowledging the love of God for you. Are you seeing it? Saying it. in acknowledging that he has come as your propitiation, he has paid for it once and for all. Believe in what he has done. Let's probably still don't believe. Let's go to Hebrews and let me show you Hebrews chapter 9. You know, we still have some thousand Thomas in the system, unless they see, they will not believe. Go to Hebrews chapter 9. Let's read from verse 24. Hebrews chapter 9, from verse 24. For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself. Now to appear in the presence of God for us. For who? Why did he do all that he did? For us. He's not talking to the, the Hebrew church is dead. The people who were, who they wrote the thing to, they are dead and gone. It is to us now. You should stop reading the Bible like I always say, with your grandmother in mind and with your friend in mind. Stop reading the Bible that way. That is not. You are not to read the Bible with them in mind. Read the Bible with yourself in mind. Hallelujah. Can I go on? Let me read verse 24 again. He says, For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the truth, but into, the, into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us, for us, nor yet that he should offer himself often or many times, as the high priest entered into the, high, into the holy place every year with blood of others. Hallelujah. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. But now once, in the end of the world, has he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And as is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment, so Christ once offered to bear the sins of many and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time, without sin unto salvation. Have you seen it? Let me read verse 28 again. He says, so Christ once offered to bear the sins of men. He offered it what? once. So he has offered it once. He won't offer it again. So he should stop becoming born again, 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 again. Because he has done it what? once. When you read up, he says he has obtained, he has entered in the Holy of Holies and has obtained eternal redemption for us once. So you are saved. And you have been declared what? Righteous. Don't let anything that you do or do not do prevent you from going on. Are you getting it? That is why he knows that the technon will sin and are prone to sinning. The pate is on a different level altogether. Yeah, the pate lives a certain kind of life. Because he understands the love of God, sin is is very far away from him. What is sin? Sin is what? Transgression of the law. And what is the law summed in? The law is summed in what? Love. Are you getting it? So if you acknowledge the love of God for you, sin will be a thing of the past. If you acknowledge the righteousness, his love in making you righteous and his love in sustaining you grow in him, you forget about all those things. Am I making sense at all? Am I helping you? Are you sure I'm helping you? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that is a technon. There's another thing about the technon too, found in Romans chapter 8. Let's go to Romans chapter 8. One thing the technon must acknowledge and recognize in order to be able to grow very well. Romans chapter 8, let's read from verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. That word sons is not technon. It's heels. I'll talk about them on Sunday. Heels, the heels of God. Verse 15. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself, not itself. The Holy Ghost is not an it. Verse 16. The Spirit itself. The Holy Ghost is not an it. He's a person. This is a wrong translation. It's the Holy Ghost Himself. Bears witness. Look at this is what Amplified. You see, amplified that as well. The, the Spirit Himself does testify together with our own Spirit, assuring us that we are children of what? God. That word, children of God, is technon. Meaning that the technon must acknowledge the ministry of the Holy Ghost in his life. And acknowledge that the Holy Ghost will bear witness with his spirit that he is truly a technon and he is truly righteous. If the Holy Ghost is not there and if you are not acknowledging the Holy Ghost, what he says concerning you, that you are the righteous of God and that the love of God is working for you, you will not be able to survive as a a technon. Are you getting it? Are you getting it? So the inner witness, the, the technon must begin to learn how to hear the voice of his spirit. Okay. How to hear the voice of his spirit in order to grow. Because the Holy Ghost is the one who can assure you. A big man of God you know was speaking in tongues. Do you know the thoughts that came to him? Stop the foolish thing that you are saying. Who told you, you, are, you are, what you are saying is from the Holy Ghost? That was what he heard. And when he heard he was disturbed, he was like, Ah, I've been speaking in tongues for the last 25 years of my life. What is this? Then the Holy Ghost who is in him rose up and told him that what you he heard is a lie. All your head is a lie. Do you see? So, as a, as a technon, you'll be there, you do something foolish and then accusations will come. You go and do something foolish. You come to church and then we are singing, lift up holy hands. So we lift up holy hands. As I shall lift it. holy hands. Hey. These hands are not holy. There's accusation in your mind. These hands are not holy. Must I put them down. So you do this. So we lift up holy hands. The only Ghost who assure you is the one who assure you. You' know already amplified. He will show you that you are truly a, a child of God. You are really a techno of God. You are really someone who originates from, from God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Can I go on? Yeah. Can I go on? Yeah. Can I go on? Yeah. All right, now I want to show you the next stage of growth. Your growth is based on a proper combination of the word of the Holy Ghost of listening to messages. bombarding your life. I remember when I was beginning, I told you about the soul. And how that your soul is influenced by what you hear and what you see and all those things. If you don't hear the word of God for yourself, you will not grow. And you see, you you can't just hear any word. You must hear the word that has been taught to you by your father. And in this case, I am your father in the law. Or you don't know. Don't you see that when I teach you, you like it. Haven't you noticed that when I teach you, you enjoy it. And you keep coming back. Hallelujah. Do I force you to come? No. I don't force you to come, but you come. Why? Because you know that what I'm saying is helping you. You hear it just once in a week. It's not good enough. You've heard it once in a week, and you are hearing the forces in the world. You are hearing the complaints about how poor you are. You are hearing the complaints about how stupid you are. You know, some people can let you know that you are very stupid. I mean, you sit in class, and then in the, you know that you are stupid. As you answer the question, everybody's looking really at you some way. Stupid boy. No, everybody is telling you how foolish you are and how much of a sinner you are. Everything is telling you, including your own feelings, are telling you that you are a sinner. The only thing that will tell you that you are not a sinner is the word of God. And that is what I have magnified and spoken on the tape. So if you plug your ears with the tape as you are walking around, or if you sit down and watch the video, you will see that you are constantly sustained in that realm. A woman of God, Joyce Meyer, she was talking about the love of God. She 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 had a very terrible uh Past. Very, very terrible past. I think she did abortion so many times. Th- she did so many things, so many terrible things as a person. She was, she was raped by her dad several times. So she became dysfunctional. Do you know what she did? When she became one again, she meditated on the love of God for one year. Getting messages, getting books along those lines. Just listening and meditating and getting herself to believe. That what God has said is true. And I don't care what anybody says or what I feel or whatever. I have forgiven myself for what happened. I have forgiven my dad for what happened. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. And nothing is going to change that. She had to meditate on it over and over and over and over and over again. Before she became, she knew that she's really born again. She's really loved by God. And nothing can change that. Now she's a pastor of a big church in the U.S doing so well and helping other people grow out of their calamities and miseries. How can that be possible if you don't hear, listen to messages? Continuous listening. The Bible says that my son, attend to my words. How do you attend to my words? Incline your ears to my sayings. In other words, plug them in your ears. Hallelujah. Go, let's go there before we continue. I'm talking about benefits of what, ministry materials ministry materials. How, the I'm talking, how are you going to understand if you don't listen to the, this message again? And if you don't listen to the messages that I've preached along those lines. This is not the first time I'm preaching this. This is the first time I'm preaching it in another way. Hallelujah. My son, attend to my words. How? You see there's a the semicolon there. By inclining your ear unto my sayings, Incline your ear to my say- not Not my son. My son. Do you get it? You are all my sons and daughters in the Lord. Incline your ear to my sayings. Someone doesn't like what I just said. Incline your ear to my sayings. Not to some other person. To my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. In other words, keep watching the videos. The first one means keep listening to the audio. (laughs) The second one means what? Keep watching the videos. Or keep reading the books that go along with the, the, the message that I'm teaching you. So if there's a, mes- a book written by Kenny Hagen on love, you must read it. I've, I've mentioned some people as I preach to you. I've mentioned Joyce Meyer. I've mentioned Kenny Copeland. I've mentioned Reverend Hagen. I've mentioned Pastor Chris. I've mentioned uh Bishop Doug, I've mentioned Oedepo, I've mentioned I've mentioned some people. You can read their books. Get their, their books here. Some of you have never gone into this corner before. There are books there, there are themes there, but you have never gone there before. How are you going to grow? You are going to remain every first even though you are hearing the word of God coming to you every time. Because you have not... S- the Bible says that... Hmm, no, kobo, shobo, no, no. You remember what we read in Proverbs chapter... What? 18. Separating yourself and intermeddling yourself with what? Proverbs 18, isn't it? Let's go there. Proverbs 18.1. Through desire, man having separated himself, seeketh and intermeddling with all wisdom... You must separate yourself. How can you separate yourself by putting the earphones in your ears and listening to the messages over and over again? That is how I have grown. Some time ago in my life, in about seven or eight years ago, they used to call me Apostle Soakings. Yeah, my roommates called me Apostle Soakings. Did you ever hear that, Apostle Soakings? You come to my room. It's either I'm in a lecture or I'm doing something or I'm sitting in my, in my, in my, on my bed and I have ministry materials around me. I'm listening to a message. I'm reading a book. I, I, I like watching messages. I prefer the video because the video you can watch and listen. So I watch and then see how it is being done. And then I hear how the word of God has benefited the one who is talking. And how I can also use it to benefit my life. So I keep listening, 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 listening. For I've, listened, listen, I've listened to millions of messages. There's amazing one message. I've listened to it over hundred times. If you like, tell me to preach it to you. I can preach from beginning to end. Quote all the scriptures that are in the message. When I see someone preaching and I say this one, you pick it from this. I can pick where you, you pick it from. I can say that this one, you pick it from this book. Because I know what is in the book. It is only believers. We have ignorance believers. And one great force of the enemy is ignorance. If he is able to keep you ignorant, you are dead. The Bible says that my, my children are what? For lack of knowledge, my, my people perish. For lack of revelation knowledge, my people are cut off from my blessings. You will never grow. You will never enjoy God. When people are enjoying and saying that, oh, we 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 are moving in God, prosperity is ours. You you do not be assured of it. You you wonder what are these people talking about? Because you are listening to what probably your father is saying, who is condemning you. Some of you, your fathers condemn you, your mothers condemn you, and let you know how you can't do anything. But when it comes to church, we tell you that you can do something. Who should you listen to? Don't make a mistake. Are you getting it? If you have good parents, bless God. If you don't have good parents, love them, take care of them, but don't listen to what they are saying. Listen to what the man of God is saying to you. Separate yourself and seek. In other words, look for the message. Your faith is not working. Why? You can fall sick like crazy. You visit hospital like crazy. When I'm passing by the hospital, you see the hospital, hey, me, 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 me and then you just enter the hospital like that. You are going for a checkup. Hospital, NFF, let's see how the doctors are. And the doctors nice? I mean, some people enjoy, it. they like it when they see I'm not, I'm not feeling well. When I said, I mean, sympathy seekers. They are always seeking sympathy. Because when they say they are sick, people will give them attention. Attention, precious people. <laughs> Some people are prone to lying. You see, you are falling sick every day. Your faith is not working. What do you need to do? You need to get messages along the lines of faith, messages along the lines of divine healing, and listen to them over and over and over again. Read them over and over again. I know, you know, I know I cannot fail in life. I know. If you like catch me and put me in prison, I'll still make it. Like Joseph, I'll come out of there and come and rule the nation. I'm, I'm, I believe it so much. You can't do anything. You can't convince me otherwise. You know why. I have so many messages ah, along those lines. I have read the word of God along those lines and I am so hardened in it. You can't do anything about it. You know why I know this church is going to move and grow plenty. I'm convinced about it. You can't confuse me. My spirit bears witness with the Holy Ghost that this thing is going to work my sweet blessedness that i cannot fall sick hallelujah when when something comes i don't eh, i'm sick and then make it stay some of you sign checks of sickness the sickness comes to you you have a pain in your in your back hey hey i can't i can't stretch hey 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 why am i trying to help you to stretch hey 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 Someone offers to pray for you. What is that? We are talking about pain. What? Face reality. Let us face reality. I'm having pain in my back. Hallelujah. So before I you like, your waist to be like that for a very long time. you will be walking like this. Hello. And it's become chronic. Yesterday I had a serious pain in my, in my chest. Serious pain. Very, very painful. I didn't tell my wife how painful it was. It was very painful. When I said it to her, she didn't prescribe medicine for me. She laid hands on it. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for healing. I was I am okay. That is why I see the way I'm jumping. I, I, I'm, okay. I'm okay. I didn't sign a check to it and made the sickness make the sickness stay. I didn't take the sickness personal. Some of you take sickness. My, this is my asthma. Then you press your your, your thing. This is my asthma. It will kill me. Oh. Very soon you will die. Instead of getting me messages and listening to to grow along those lines, you won't. Are you getting it? Am I making any impact on you? Let's talk about the next group of people. They are called the nephews. The nephews. From Technon, we have nephews. Nephews. Go to First Corinthians chapter, First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse eleven. First Corinthians thirteen, verse eleven. So we have Brephos. Listen to, go and listen to the message on Brephos. Brephos, Pideon, Technon. I've said so many things about Technon because I know a lot of people are on that line on that level. Then we have the next one called Nepeus. Nepos. is also a growth stage. Hallelujah. It occupies two places. It's a growth stage and something else. As I will see very soon. It says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Okay? That word child there is translated nepios. It is spelled N-E-P-I-O-S. N-E-P-I-O-S. Nepios. It's a growth stage after the Tekinon. And nepios has to do with children who are now learning how to talk. Children who can now talk. Tekinon represents children who are getting to know that they are human beings, that they are actually bona fide members of the body of Christ, that they are bona fide children of God. They are not learning, they are, they are learning that they are human beings. Do you get it? You know a child must learn that is a human being. You are you are so in Christ, you are not learning that you are born again, you are born of God, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are bona fide property of God, not of the devil. Do you get it? Now then the people is the one who is now learning how to talk, they are now learning how to talk. If you have noticed, if a child is around four years, five years, the child costs a lot, a lot. They don't think. If you, if you tell a child, I remember one of my sisters did a mis- made the mistake of telling her daughter to go and tell someone who she owed that she was not there. She was in the room and then she told her, when the person came, the child went and said, she didn't, she didn't think about it. She just came and then said what was said she should come and say. They talk. He says, I speak as a child. I understood as a child. I taught as a child. They talk before they think. There are some believers who talk before they think. Hallelujah. And he says, when I was a child. Meaning that it's a growth process. When I was a child. It means that it was a period in his life. When I was a child, I speak as a child. I speak as a child. Some of them, don't, they don't speak. Well. Others don't know even how to talk. They, they don't know how to talk. They are unable to give commands. As heirs of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? They are unable to speak and handle their world. They are unable to handle their world. They are unable to handle things. You can't give them something to handle. They don't know how to talk. They are babes, unable to talk yet. They don't understand the world of righteousness and how to use it to produce results for themselves. Even though becoming a technon makes you know that you you are a child of God. You are a king. Do you know? It makes you know that you are king, you are bona fide property of God. But then, if you are not growing as you are supposed to, when you get to this level, and you don't get out of this level quickly, you remain there for a very long time. Then Nephilim is the one who is learning how to, what, how to talk, a child who is learning how to talk. Are you understanding? He's learning how to talk. Let's read Galatians chapter four, verse one. You see some more there. Galatians four one. Hallelujah! Oh, Hallelujah! Look at it, it says. Now I say that the heir, the heir, who is an heir? I'm not talking about your heir. An heir. Heir, what does it mean? A successor. A prince. One who is designed and commissioned to succeed the king. He says the one who is designed to succeed the king. As long as he's a child, that word child is what? Nephew's. As long as he remains a child and he doesn't learn how to talk, he's what? He, he's not different from a servant. Even though he's the Lord of all. Even though he's the Lord of what? All. So the nephews are those who are still learning how to talk. And how to use their, their opportunity. How to use their authority. They are learning how to use their what? the authority. Are you getting me? Yeah. Does it make sense? Yeah. They are learning what it means to be, what, to be kings and priests in the house of God. They are now beginning to learn about responsibility small. They are now beginning to learn that they have. If they say in their family, nothing should happen. It will not happen. Are you getting it? If they say that prosperity, they can stand and say, "I declare prosperity in my family; it will be, it will happen." They are the other ones who are still. They are learning that. They are learning how to talk. They are learning how to communicate. How to speak the language of the spirit. How to communicate the language of the spirit. Hallelujah! Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah! My brother and sister, God wants you to grow. God wants you to increase. That is how He has designed things to be. He doesn't want you to, to become born again only. He wants you to increase. He wants you to have dominion over everything. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you so much and God bless you for listening. This message was brought to you by Christ World Incorporated. A thriving ministry which God is using to bring His people into their inheritance. For any further information, contact these numbers. 0245 or 020-7505-740. You can also like our Facebook page and be updated on all issues. Christ's world, the world where Christ is all and in all. God bless you.